I'm going to do like I did last week and combine the offering thought and the communion and kind of everything all together in one for the sake of time, but also because they fit so very well together. I want to thank you, first of all, for your great patience. I know it's difficult. Transportation is hard to be here. You get here, you've got to go through contact tracing. You've got to get sanitized. You've got to go through foot baths. Would you look at everybody and just shout at everybody, thank you. And I have good news for you. Uh, without any cost added to us, they did it for us free. The uh, PC Square people out at East Campus have agreed to allow us to use the front parking lot, the one where the Korean restaurant is in Jollibee. They've allowed us the use of the front parking lot on Sundays only for our drive-in services. So we now have an FM transmitter up. We have members that are there at the drive-in service right now at East Campus for our seniors and young people so that they can be in service. So now on Sundays, we have drive-in services at South, East, and Main. I don't know how to do it at North because of the concrete and the underground stuff, but we, we do have South, East, and Main going. Uh, we're just, where there is a will, there's a way to minister to God's people. Amen? So thank you for your patience, and we're continuing to work very hard to make sure that we do whatever we can within safety and legal guidelines to be good pastors and take care of you. Amen? All right, would you open your Bibles today to the book of Psalms 126 and Zechariah 9, verse 12. Last week, I began to start you on a truth that God is the God who restores. Everybody say, God restores. Now, in the season that we're living in, these days of evil, these seasons of darkness, these seasons when everything that can be shaken can be shaken, there, there's some loss taking place. There's loss of time. There's loss of finances. There's loss of businesses. There's a lot of loss taking place. And we learned last weekend that either due to circumstances or situations or just due to the ugly devil, there are times in which there needs to be restoration. And God makes promises about that. Two of them, two of the great ones, Psalms 126, verse 1. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Some of you have been through such hard times this year that when, when you begin to see God restore, you're going to feel like, am I dreaming? Is this happening so strong and so fast? Is this just a dream? No, it's not a dream. It's a wonderful God. Amen? The other verse I ask you to put in your cell phones and write on your computer screens or your refrigerator doors is Zechariah 9.12. Return to your stronghold. Who is your stronghold? God. He is our rock and our refuge. He's our stronghold. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. I like that. We are not prisoners of sin. We are prisoners of hope. Everybody say, I'm a prisoner of hope. Return to your stronghold of prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. How much? So we're going to be looking for quite a few weeks in our offering thoughts on the God who restores double. Now last week I began to teach you some of the things God restores and we will start getting into those even in more detail next week. But I want to deal with one that people don't like to think about. God restores comfort. Everybody say comfort. Isaiah chapter 57, beginning with verse 18. God said, I have seen his ways, but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore 
comfort to him and his mourners. Restore what? Comfort. Creating the fruit of the lips. Peace. Peace to the far and peace to the near, says the Lord. And I will heal them. Now the Hebrew word for comfort, it's a fun word, is nehumem, which means a state of being relaxed. Everybody say, a state of being relaxed. Young people would call it chill. So God says, I'm going to restore to you chill. I'm going to restore to you a state of being relaxed. Now I want you to think with me back to January and February. It seems like a hundred years ago now. But think back to January and February, how relaxed we were. The biggest challenges we had was teaching young people about, you know, we've been through the hard times. Young people, you need to save money. Young people, don't spend too much money on foodie adventures. Young people, don't spend too much money on gadgets. We're in a different day now. There's no such thing as a foodie adventure. There's no restaurants open. Gadgets, well, now we got to buy gadgets because they got to do their schooling at home on gadgets. The world has changed. But last January, February, we were living in a nation that had been through 10 years of some of the fastest economic growth in the world. We were one of the top growing economic nations in the world. We were the new Asian powerhouse coming up. And now all of a sudden we look around and we've been shut down for over 200 days. Businesses are closing. Airlines are talking about closing. You, you look at everything going on right now. And with all the uncertainty, with all the stress of work from home and school from home, with all of the concern about, you know, am I going to lose my job? How am I going to pay my mortgage payments? How am I going to pay my car payments? With all that stress, you are no longer relaxed. And God says, I'm going to restore the relaxed. Everybody say, God will restore the relaxed. And when he restores the relaxed, notice what he says. Verse 19, creating the fruit of the lips. New Living Translation says, bringing words of praise from their lips. Have you ever noticed that when you're stressed out, you don't sing very much? And even if you come to church and you sing, your mind is someplace else. How many of you know what I'm talking about? It doesn't matter, come on. Your brain is someplace else. You're singing the words, but Pauline is mouthing the words. But God says, when I put the relax back in you, you're going to find your song again. Everybody say, I'll find my song again. Say it again. When God puts the relax on the inside of you, it creates the praise of our lips. A heart that is stressed out, a heart that is pressured, that doesn't have a lot of praise coming out of it. Oh, but when God restores the relax to you. You can always tell when God has put the relax back in somebody. They start singing praise. Are we still here? Everybody say, when I get my relax restored, I get my song back. But then he goes on. He said, now in addition to bringing the relax back, your response is you've got your song again. He said, I speak peace. Peace to those who are far. Forgive me, but straight up, some of you, you've pulled your hearts away from God in this time. Maybe some of you, you've been a little upset with God. Maybe some of you, your hearts have just grown a little cold. But God looks at you who have pulled away a little bit. You who are a little far away from him. And he says, peace. There's no conflict. 
Everybody say peace. Bringing you back. And to those that you've never pulled away at all, you've kept your hearts aflame and love for him, he also says the same thing. Peace. Peace to the far and peace to the near, says the Lord, and I will heal them. Now we begin to understand the words of our Savior. In John 14, verse 27, Jesus said, peace, I leave with you. My peace. Everybody say, his peace. He said, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. He knew all that was going to be coming down in the next few weeks. And he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. I've got peace for you. Everybody say, there's peace. Now Hebrews chapter 12 talks about there comes a season of shaking. When everything that can be shaken will be shaken, that that which cannot be shaken may remain. Hebrews 12, 27. There's a lot of shaking that's happening in families, businesses, governments of nations. There's all kinds of shaking that's going on. But when it's all over, that which cannot be shaken is going to remain. But in the time of shaking, let God restore relax to your soul. Let God speak peace to your soul in Jesus' name. Amen? Stand with me, please. I want to sing what I thought was an old chorus, but Sister Bev looked it up online last night on the way home in the car. And it's a hymn from the 1800s. Well, I knew it was a hymn. I wanted to know the year it was written. 1869 or something. I just know I sang it when I was a baby Christian. And again, for young people, you may not know this, but it's really easy and you learn it. For some of you who are a little older, you know it very, very well. You'll remember it. It's easy to learn. Let's learn it. That you know it. I want you here in the auditorium at Maine, South, East, North, sitting in the cars. I want you just to close your eyes and lift your hands before Him and just begin to sing it. Peace.
Now, some of you lately, you've had a hard time sleeping at night. You lay your head on your pillow and your brain just won't turn off. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Your brain just won't shut up. It just, yeah. You know how when your children were young, they would say, Mommy, Daddy, sing to me, and you'd sing them a lullaby and put them to sleep? Uh-huh. You know what you need to do? Sing yourself to sleep. <laughs> Everybody say, sing myself to sleep. Sing myself to sleep. So you lay your head on your pillow, and your brain turns into turbocharge. And as you lay there, just start singing. through a storm and the storm is not inside us. That's true. Did you hear me? Yep. Jesus was sound asleep during the storm in the front of the boat. Diva, Sound asleep. You can walk through a storm and the storm never gets inside you because God speaks peace to you. Because Amen. God restores your relax. Amen? Amen? Let me pray for you please. Father, I bring to you your sons and daughters. Lord, we're walking journeys we've never walked before. We're seeing things we've never seen before. We're hearing things we've never heard before. And Father, we have no idea how to move from one day to another. But Lord, you have said that you would walk with us. <laughs> you said that you'd never leave us, you'd never fail us, you'd never forsake us. Lord, I ask that you put your relax back in the souls of your people. Yes. Let peace flow to their hearts Amen. as they lay their heads upon their pillows, Lord. You promised in yes. your word you'd give sleep to your beloved. Yes, Lord. Lord, as they go home tonight, oh, let sleep just come upon them. Amen. As they lay their heads in their pillows, let them go out like a rock. <laughs> Father, awake tomorrow morning refreshed. Amen. As they go to bed, Lord, let them go to bed relaxed. And as they wake up tomorrow morning, let them wake up with a relaxed soul in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. And a mind that is not tormented by all the what-ifs, but a mind that thinks clearly and sharply and hears your voice and hears your direction. When you say, here is the way, walk ye in it. Amen. Guide them and lead them, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, I want my song. I want my song. <laughs> you can tell when somebody's got their relax back. They got their song in Jesus' name. Amen. Some of you, don't put it on. Let God fix you on the inside. That's right. And then let that song come out of you. Amen. All right. That's communion. Would you get your emblems, please? I have to find where I put it. By the way, 
you know, we're, we're working with a supplier to improve these things. But one of the things I've learned is sometimes they leak when you stick them in your pocket. And guys, you want to be a little careful because I got two pairs of pants with a big spot right here. It looked like I was a little boy who made a mistake, all right? You know, you got to be a little careful with them. Everybody take out the bread. Ulitanatan, this bread. This bread represents the body of my Savior. Represents the body of my Savior. I remember what He did for me. I remember what He did for me. He was hung on a tree. He was hung on a tree to take the curse of the law. To take the curse of the law. That the blessings of Abraham. That the blessings of Abraham. That the covenants of promise. The covenants of promise can flow to my life. Flow to my life. I remember. I remember what He's done for me. I'm not under wrath. The punishment that brought me peace was laid upon him. By his stripes, I have been healed. I remember what my Savior did for me. Let us partake of the bread together. Ulitanat in this cup. This represents his blood. Represents his blood. Washed away all the sin. Washed away all the sin of my past. My past. All the record books in heaven. All the record books in heaven have been washed. Have been washed by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. My sins have been erased. My sins have been erased. I've been justified by the blood of Jesus. I have been justified by the blood of Jesus. I remember. What my Savior did for me. Let us partake of the cup together. And everybody said, Amen. you may be seated in 